there. Oh. Need to realign my chakras. Oh. Oops. Yeah, that's gonna happen. Thursday. Gustav has prepared a traditional hunt. The release of the humans. Did you catch the scent? What? Lead me. No, I'm not a bloodhound. You can catch the scent from these. No, I'm not gonna touch that. FX is what we do in the shadows. Two episodes, season finale. Thursday at 10 on FX. Stream on Hulu. To live long, they have no use for your song. You're dead, you're dead, you're dead, you're dead, and out of this world. You're listening to the League Podcast, the Vampire Council, a What We Do in the Shadows podcast, season five, episode nine and ten. What were the names of these episodes? <laughs> a weekend at Morgan Manor was episode nine. Episode 10 was Exit Interview, which I think is a fun name and a funny episode, but we should go in order, or unless you just have general comments, Clay? Yeah, well, I was waiting for the traditional 500 episodes in um, where you say who you are. I completely forgot to do that. I'm Matt Durson. Clay Inferno here. All right. I'm not comfortable making comments until after I say Clay Inferno here. I'm... I'm sorry. Uh, I, this the whole vampire count. This is the intro is very long, but that's who we are. So thank you for listening to us. So here we are. This is the end of season five of what we do in the shadows. And uh, two episodes at once. I know. That's they, why the intro was so long. You know. That's right. Two episodes, and they started the season off this way too. I think right, didn't they? That they did. Yeah, that they did. It's a crazy thing. We have less episodes of the podcast when it turns out. Uh, it's the way we've been doing it. But, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, it's gonna, it could be a while before we return. So we just have to uh, keep the faith, as they say. No, it could be a while. Like, there could be the strike and everything. It could be a while. My God. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? But at least we had this. So, like, I just want to say before, I guess, before we get too far into this, I was reading some recaps and reviews and stuff of of this. And there's interesting, this, yeah, you know, some kind I of. I tend refresh. to stay away from the media about this show. Well, I was literally I would love doing to hear it. what people were saying. <laughs> I was literally doing it today, so it's not like I was, you know, doing a deep dive or anything. I was kind of just reviewing because I watched the episodes like a while ago, for you know, but now I'm. So I needed a little refresher. So there's a lot of, or at least in the few things that I read, there seems to be talk and in the fandom and in the reviews that like <laughs> what we do in the shadows, the show likes to kind of just hit the reset button at the end of every season. Yeah, I've been saying that too. Yeah, we've been saying that too. But some people think it's sort of a criticism. They're kind of like, oh, it's all just a big nothing because they all just go back Oh, boo-hoo. These reviewers just don't have anything to write about. What a stupid gripe. What a dumb thing to be complaining about. Well, I don't know if it's the reviewers or the fans or whatever, but yeah, that's that's the thing that people... And I remember the um, it was one a couple seasons ago, I think, that I was kind of like, oh, you know what I mean? They just went right back. But it was more in the first... It was the uh, after everybody sort of separated, right? So it was two seasons ago, and like Adia and Guillermo went to London, right? And and Nandor got on the train, and he would just yep. like go off. Yep, yep. 
That was a good cliffhanger. That was a good cliffhanger. And then they came back the next the first episode of the next season and just kind of like, everybody's back. And I was I was a little disappointed at that. But I'm not a I don't have a problem with the finale being the reset. You know what I mean? Like Right. So. Right. So I guess it's yeah, it's it's like the end of the it's the end of the comic book or the end of the comic book page. Or right. the end of the comic book, um, you know, volume before there's the next trade paperback. So it's like you can either have the big thing happen on that last page or two pages, or you can wait and do the reset when the next volume comes out. I guess it's like, uh, you know, 50-50 shot. I get it. I mean, I suppose I'm just, yeah, I'm just saying I'd rather have it on the last page of the or the last couple pages of the comic than have it just wrap up on page one of the next trade but you're right i mean whatever you it's they can do whatever they want they, and well so but but the last two here we've gotten colin robinson and uh and what happens here so so you yeah. did like this i did, did like absolutely this. absolutely but we'll get there first we have to talk about i want to talk about well we gotta go in order here episode nine weekend at morgan manor do you know what more what a morgan is by any chance uh, it's a good feeling you do. Why don't you tell me? Anybody who's listening that doesn't know what a Morgan is, here it's a great warrior queen goddess in Irish Catholic, I'm sorry, Irish Celtic mythology. She was most associated with inciting war and then stirring up the fury and frenzy of battle, and finally as the bringer of death. So it's like a Irish god of war, basically. God, goddess. goddess, goddess, warrior queen. Yeah, goddess of war and death and all that great yeah, stuff. Good research, good knowledge drop. Yeah, I just so natural. You, it's like you knew it by heart. No, I read it. Otherwise, I wouldn't have said Irish Catholic. But Irish Catholic is a thing that you know people are. So. But I, I was, I was glad to hear that. I was just, a, I, I, you know, they, I like when they delve into, you know, other, not just vampires, as we've talked about many times on this show. Well, the, I looked up something. Not like that, but I looked up something <laughs> earlier when when the vampires say they might go watch a movie, and somebody goes, "The Brothers McMullen." Oh, I was like, I "What is that show?" Do you remember that movie? I, remember uh, that movie. I guess um, it's like a coming of age story. It came out in the nineties. Oh, oh my god! Here we go. Do you want me to get into this? If you'd like, yeah, go ahead. You're the movie guy. The Brothers McMullen was. A it, I, it not really coming of age necessarily, but sort of. I guess it's sort of more of a. It was kind of a rom. Uh, what do you say, a rom com? Because it wasn't that funny. Although I think it was supposed to be. But um, Ed Burns. So in the nine early nineties, this is when Clerks and Des not Desperado, what was El Mariachi, and like guys are making their own movies a lot, you know. And Ed Burns like you know got some money from his dad and made this movie. You know, on his own dime, basically, and it was like filmed it in his, his dad's am, house. Am I supposed to remember who Ed Burns is? Uh, Let's start there. What? No, only for this movie, I guess. And then he did another. I guess he's in one. Saving Private Ryan. He's in Saving Private Ryan, and he's in a show now. Um, oh, okay. This is ha classically handsome American actor. Yeah, you know, he was like a, a young filmmaker with a dream. You know. Is about three brothers, and they have to move back to their mom's house for whatever reason. Their mom decides she's going to go back to Ireland, and so they, they have this empty house, and they're all going to live there. 
So all the brothers have like varying degrees of romantic problems. And then they all kind of like. And they're all living in a house together. Yeah. It, Much like the vampires, perhaps. Kind of like the, maybe that's the, the connection there. Yeah. But it's not very, at the time I thought it was cool because I was a young film or would be filmmaker, I guess, let's just say I never mind, you know what I mean? But I, it, I was, he was doing what I wanted to do, right? Make a movie with right. his friends. Much and, in the, in the same sort of like, I'm not saying Ed Burns is an influence on you, but like, kind of like how, even though I wasn't a filmmaker, like Kevin Smith was like it inspiration sort of to me like all these guys were like doing cool stuff or like oh imagine what i'll be later in life right but i'm gonna you know. do that yeah except i wouldn't i won't have to go through the hardship that he went through i'm just gonna be famous i'm just gonna do it i mean yeah I'm, I'm gonna be cast as robin in the in the batman sequels so that's right of course of course the funny thing was apparently he like ran into robert redford in an elevator or something and like shoved a vhs in his face and then then Robert Redford watched it and got him into cons or not cons Sundance Sundance is the Robert Redford one and that's how anybody knows who Ed Burns is today which you you did not but <laughs> some people maybe do <laughs> well it's like it's not like I don't recognize him it just uh, right. his name is very generic and you know we're it from is. Boston North Dakota it's like Ed Burns is like every other person on the street I live on here I know crazy anyway that's funny that they made that reference yeah because brothers mcmullen i actually the here's the funny thing like i was because i still have cable i was like scrolling through the movie channels and it was on one night and like it looks i think we've talked about this before but it's so funny a movie from the early 90s kind of looks like it was from the 50s you know what i mean like the grain yeah the grainy yeah. quality of the film yeah yeah, because he probably didn't shoot it on the whatever big fancy, you know. Oh, it was shot on whatever, you know, whatever film he could get. Even so, that's the, I'll say that Kevin Smith had it was smart to shoot Clarks in black and white because physically that ages better. You know what I mean? If, yeah. If you watch Clarks now, you're like, oh, it's a fun little movie. Yeah. But if you watch Brothers like Mullen, you're like, look at this old. <laughs> Rainy, you know, like right. home movies, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. So totally. Anyway, good reference, good callback there to uh Rose That was the only other thing I looked up. So I was just <laughs> trying to compete compete with you that you looked up the uh the man. What name. a Morgan is. Yeah. All right. So this is a this is this is weird. It's rare for them to get out of the house, right? It kind of not necessarily out of the house, but because they go places around Staten Island, but this yeah. is out of this is out. So they all say they've been invited by this. Uh, was it Perdet Morgan? Yeah. Well, the setup is that the guy comes in and says, "Are you coming to yeah. our uh, my art show? I have an art show tonight." They're like all like, "Oh yeah, that's no, not really, no." And they all kind of like give a major blow off in their own special way. I know Nadia's is the best. She said, "I saw some art last year, so I'm good." <laughs> yeah. Well, that's later. She says that. Oh, is that? Still. But right. still, she does. Yeah. Blow off. It's total blow off. Total blow off. And she's like, "Well," and the guy knows that this isn't gonna work, uh, anyways. So she's like, "Oh, by the way, you got this. Uh, you you got this note from uh, this Morrigan person. Yeah, I forget her first name. Right. Pretty yeah. Nice. Like." Thing like that, I forget her first. It's got a really weird first, but she's the most 
it's like if you she's like a vampire right like a societal vampire yeah and she came over on the mayflower <laughs> and that right. she, uh she blamed the the cold on most of the people that died that first year at, at, on you know 1620 yeah. or whatever when the pilgrims landed <laughs> yes 1620 very good very good but in fact, she was the one who killed them all. Yeah, yeah. Like, they blamed but it. She on, blamed like, it on the cold winter. Cold so there, she's like a legend, and they get invited to like her house for the weekend. Uh, yeah. The best part, I think, the best line about the Nandor says she once invited a party that was like so exclusive. Or no, the party was so exclusive that no one was invited. <laughs> yeah, they show a picture of her like in the big empty right. house. <laughs> yeah, they so they drive up to this this place. Uh, the guide is there, and she has brought the artwork. <laughs> She's still trying to get them to just give her any kind of, just throw her a bone. And our yeah. artwork is all pictures of them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And they're still not interested in it. So it's kind of like, so I think, the, yeah, then the guide's like, I, you know, like, it's all a big setup, or eventually we find out it's all a big setup, because Morgan, the more, what's her name? She's not there. She leaves this old tape recording to say, like, oh, you know. I'm sorry I couldn't be there to greet you, yeah. but be, be careful. And kind of, like, not really exactly, like, Clue, but more like an escape room. They're kind of, like, uh, right. sort of, like, be careful. The manor is very treacherous. And only Guillermo is the one that says, like, is anybody worried about this place being treacherous? <laughs> yeah, right. And Andrew's like, no, uh, time to slumber. And, by the way, Guillermo, get our bags out and unpacked. I know. It's still, still the, you know, still just the familiar. But like, I love, like, they sort of have this kind of old school, I guess, I don't know, Agatha Christie or almost, or as, as Colin Robinson references Ryan Johnson. <laughs> yeah, certainly a glass onion. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, we should also point out Colin Robinson has decided to grow a mustache. And that he says that they're like, you, is that a press on? He's like, no, I shave. I have to shave three times a day. My undercarriage, <laughs> my balls, everywhere. My undercarriage. Oh, so gross. But his mustache, like, eventually, he, yeah, he turns into one of those curly cue ones. Yeah, like a Pierre Pierrot. <laughs> or yeah, our favorite from Glass Onion. Yeah, Knives Out mystery. I don't know. I thought Knives Out was superior to glass onion i don't know we can talk about that later i guess uh but but yeah like okay <laughs> the colin is, is he's he's taking on the the sort of the the perot or or even sherlock holmes uh right watson he goes haha the the game is afoot he keeps like dropping these like tricky like lines from mysteries i know it's so funny so one of my favorite scenes i guess is Laszlo goes into this room and he's sort of practicing fencing with this masked person and then like doing, and then there's two of them. And then there's like- With a dummy though, no. Yeah. So he's right. like playing with the dummy. Yeah. And he's like talking a lot of shit to the dummy. And then the guide comes in and is like, do you want a fencing partner? And then, you know, she puts her shield down. And then obviously they have the stunt person in the guide's yeah. outfit do all these parades and stuff and uh lazo's just like no i prefer to just practice with my dummy here and she's like are you yeah. sure are you sure are you sure and then uh so like, yes i much prefer the dummy and then she leaves and then he turns around his dummy in just classic like camera work 
is now a person yeah. with a sword and yeah. a whole, yeah, like masked out. Yeah. I believe. Like, I guess probably maybe, you know, like a wraith like person in there. Perhaps. Yeah. Laszlo seems unfazed by this, <laughs> which is really classic Laz. But yeah. So, yeah, he, he, he kind of, I love like they, it's obviously dubbed because he's Matt Ferry is not doing all this fencing, but it's still funny because he's making all these like Errol Flynn type of quips and things like, ha, 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 you know, like and whatever. The rope of dope. Well, the and yeah. the, we didn't mention that they keep multiplying. So it ends up right. there's like there's like eight or 16 by the end. Yeah. Him against all of them. Yeah. And by the end, they all get him. But the scene is really funny because he keeps like. It's like this sort of swashbuckling kind of like, uh huh, I'm God, you. But yeah, they find like obviously like overplayed the fact that they were doing a voiceover, uh, bad dub. Like like it's it's so totally on purpose and so funny, Mm. because Matt Berry is hilarious. Yeah, no, they they play it up. I learned that in Afghanistan. I learned that in Germany. (laughs) I mean, like you know, it's it's dubbed, but it's still. That's what makes it so funny, you know. But yeah, so eventually they overcome him, and and we don't know, we don't see Lazo again for a while, and then we see Colin Robinson and Nando are playing chess, and neither one of them know how to play. <laughs> and I think he's like, so the horsey guy goes three up and one to the right or whatever, like <laughs> they're trying to figure out chess, which it's hilarious to me that Nando is like. Whatever he is, fifteen hundred years old and still doesn't know how to play chess. But they all had enough time to learn how to play chess. Exactly, exactly. So the, they're playing chess. Guillermo's still a little worried about the whole treacherous thing, and but Nadia comes in and says, "Does anyone know where Laszlo is?" And uh, you know, nobody seems to really care. They're like, "Ah, he's off." And the guide said that he's in the the belfry, and uh, yeah, that's what Nadia goes. Oh. Leave it to my horny little Naz- Laszlo to go find like the the local bordello as soon as he could. <laughs> I know. That's, so like the guide is leading her up there, and then it, it's it's kind of like it's an obvious. By this point, it's pretty obvious that the guide is behind all this. But even though she's still kind of like pretending that maybe for the documentary crew, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I wanted to talk more about that, the, okay. the guy thing, but uh, we'll talk about it after this episode's over. Oh, all right. Very good. But anyway, like Nadia, like all right, Nadia falls down and she is also captured. Uh, I forget, actually, they, I know Nandor and Guillermo go on a hunt. Guillermo, I mean, Nandor wants to go hunting. Yeah, Please. that was part of what the um, the manor lady said, is that they, they've well, prepared a hunt for you yeah. uh, at 8 o'clock or something. And uh, I I couldn't tell. Is it just like somebody hired like the college to go streaking through the quad, like yeah, uh, all just <laughs> like people. in a, like an old school, you know? <laughs> Maybe that was think KFC still them. open. <laughs> Snoop Snoop a loop. You can bring your green hat. <laughs> yeah. So like he wants Guillermo to follow them like a bloodhound. And he's like, I don't really do he's that. Because he's showing him the jocks, this dirty, yeah, gross like, Smell this steps. and then go find them. He's like, I don't really do that. Like, even <laughs> though, like, there's kind of an, I don't even know if it's an insinuation or it's kind of coming around saying it that, like, because Guillermo is gay, that he would somehow, like, you know, snipping a <laughs> he's, he's more, He said something about, like, you know, 
sitting in his bed watching Bravo or something like that. I forget. But the funny thing to me is that there's only two credited. And if you go to IMDb, there's only two actors credited with Naked Human. There's Naked Human 1 and <laughs> Naked Human 2. So I don't know if they just – maybe they were the only ones who had lines. Maybe they were just streaming. Yeah, I, don't I, don't I don't know how that worked. Or I maybe guess they're they just, just extras, right? They, don't know if you they somehow – the... right. And all the credit, you're an extra. Yeah. But anyway, so they're all running around. Yeah, and and, and Nairndor is going to hunt them. And, but he, get, he gets caught as well in a net. Well, no, but the guide the guide is also trapped outside. Well. Yes. In a bear claw. In like one of those big bear traps you see on Bugs Bunny. <laughs> and she's, the guide is out there. She is the trap for Nandor. Uh, e- even though the uh, the the streaking is going on, because she goes, uh, "Can you help me out of this, please?" And and Nandora's like, "Yeah, I just need to find a stick. I need to find a stick." But then when the the humans are starting to run back over, he goes, "Oh no, they've teamed up and they're going to be able to catch me now." And she's like, w- "Are you still going to help me?" And he's like, "I'm not." And he just <laughs> runs away. <laughs> But that's when he runs away. He gets he gets caught right. in one of those big nets, it's like the Bugs Bunny style. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ewok. Yeah. He does get like they do lean pretty heavily. I mean, at, like they've done all season on like that the guide is sort of this someone that they ignore a lot. They even did like a sort of a, a clip show kind of thing, of, which it's fine. Like, but they didn't really have to do that. I think that's been the running gag the whole. Well, I that's that's what I want to talk about. Should we okay. just talk about it now? Uh, sure. Because after this, the, the the episode takes like a turn. Yeah. So, well, 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 I'll 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 do the Colin Robinson one. So, Colin oh. Robinson is in the house, and Guillermo walks in and is like, "Where's Nandor? And where is everybody?" And Colin's like, "Then he goes, oh, what a predictable.' He t- he's totally doing his like Perot or like." Uh, Agatha Christie knives out thing. He's like, what a predicament we find ourselves in. And he's like, yeah. we're kind of grilling uh, Guillermo in a way a character would do in one of those shows. <laughs> and so him and Guillermo have this hilarious back and forth because, because ah, you, I see that you've lured us all here, Guillermo, because we know your secret and, we're you know, to keep it from Nandor. And yeah. so he's so Guillermo just does the like goes through the logic of the like the the fanboy logic thing kind of like why would I kill Nandor as right. well as kill all everybody if I've killed all of you that doesn't make any sense and then like they basically go back and forth for a little while and then Colin goes oh maybe I missed a clue and then he goes <laughs> he goes is it something to do where the the last person alive gets to inherit this house and carol's like no he's like oh even as i was saying it it didn't sound right oh, okay never mind so he just kind of resigns himself to like being this like annoying detective but he actually has no insight like when he's there to play chess like neither of them know how to play i know <laughs> they sat down to play chess and neither one knew the rule but it, i do love all the references i mean yeah like inheriting a house is a total thing that like every mystery has yeah. done is, and and they did it. I guess in Knives Out too, right? That was it's just so. Funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, but the, oh, but the guide has come in 
uh, gotten herself out of the the bear trap and is gushing blood. And she says this whole thing about how you know, do you know what it's like to be an outsider? Nobody like is nice to you and blah blah blah. And she's saying that to Guillermo. And that is yeah. literally Guillermo's whole entire story. So he goes, yeah. And then <laughs> the guide for the first time kind of like cuts him off in the same way that like laszlo has been cutting her off or whatever. It's just like, no, no, I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to him. And she points at Colin Robinson. And yeah. he goes, what? What? And he's all confused. And she goes, oh, well, they can't all be clever. And she opens a box. Yeah. It's a big old uh, Staples button. And he just falls through into his trap, his particular trap. They have, she has now trapped all the vampires. Yep. That's the end result. She has trapped them all in these silver cages. So they are un, you know, they are unable to get out. And they're in the, also like a very Munsters kind of uh, dungeon of this place. It looks like it could be like in Frankenweenie, or it could be like in the Munsters. It just looks like a like a high to low to mid budget like trauma film, like silver cages in this mysterious castle. You know what I mean? Like the set design on this particular episode was really cool, but well. Yeah, I, I agree. But it's also very similar to, like, they were trapped in cages, uh, what was that, season two, I guess? Or whatever it was where, where Guillermo was revealed to have Van Helsing blood and, and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But they also, ha once they found that out, they trapped him in a big cage. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. <it's> just... <laughs> oh, did you feed me any stinky pickles? <laughs> but, okay, so now that I... We, the, now that all the vampires are trapped, including Colin Robinson, who is a vampire, now they're all trapped uh, by the guide. So this is what I want to talk to you about the guide. I actually have to give you credit oh because when back when we were talking about the roast, yeah. I thought that when the guide turned to the Baron and told the Baron uh, the secret about Guillermo and that she really revealed other things, I thought that was her kind of playing dumb and you were kind of making the point that no she was like telling him on purpose and i i just have to say that uh you were right i was wrong what? because i guess they have been sort of laying this all out but i just thought that and kind of how they end with her like sort of being forgiven in a weird way but like i just thought that she wasn't exactly playing dumb she's like strategizing this whole time but i didn't really see it coming well, I mean, I guess I, I don't know if I saw it coming, but I mean, I didn't, I didn't expect her to turn. I mean, they could have gone two ways, right? They could have gone with her, like what they did in this episode where she was, you know, uh, uh, you know, like sort of came back around and finally tried to get them notice her in a way like, you know, oh, you didn't want to pay attention to me. Well, now you're, you're going to have yeah. to because you're just locked in cages. Yeah. But they could have just literally gone the entire i don't know it's interesting because like they could have gone the whole thing with her never being noticed you know and it would have yeah been like, like when you hit like, the reset button she's always going to be ignored but it's funny because this season now she's in the credit you know what i mean she's at the in the credits at the beginning of the show now she has like a she's yeah, a she series regular so yeah huh. series series regular or whatever you call it yeah but they could have just done it like literally She's always kind of just in the background, you know, or not in the background, but like she's always just being like, ah, like no one pays attention to her. So they could have gone either way. They went, they chose this one. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I don't want to say I saw her coming, but it seemed like, you know, she was not 
okay with it. Yeah, well, you were giving, I wasn't giving her really any credit. Right. That, you know, you were at least giving her some credit. That's all I'm saying. Well, I, there was like a couple of times, a couple of like looks that she would give, you know, to the camera, which they, they do sometimes, where she would just kind of like, you knew that she didn't, you know, like it, but I don't know. But, but then she she has the the whole um so when the vampires are trapped she does you know reveal to Nadja that there's not actually a curse. Yes, there's no hex. That was just to try to get her to be nice. Like, yeah, that's really funny. It's hilarious. So Nadja's actually pretty happy about that that the hex doesn't exist. You can just go back to being an asshole to everyone. So during the course of this it is not only is that bit of truth revealed that the hex doesn't exist, finally comes out the big secret, the whole season that this you know has been going on the storyline this whole season. Guillermo was turned by Jared. Yeah, and the guide is has this information, and she's the one that totally is the one ultimately that betrays Guillermo in yeah. this situation. Well, she's like. She's like my guys. Yeah, it's like another final, you know, villain twist of the mustache. Even though yeah. Colin Robinson's twist of the mustache was way funnier. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's when he goes, "Oh, this is quite a glass onion." When this, all this stuff is getting revealed, but uh, but yeah, she's like my 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 whole plan is not revealed. I have this to say. <laughs> at what at some point, I don't even remember what. I think it's in this scene, but when, when does Colin Robinson say something? I didn't have that on my 2023 bingo card. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what an annoying thing to say. Yep. Yeah, he says that in the same, that same scene. He's always he's always draining. You know, Colin Robinson's yeah. always working. Yeah, he's like, yeah. Uh, well, and also, too, like when the guy comes in at the beginning of the episode and goes, oh, sour cream's on sale at the Safeway or whatever. <laughs> And then um, when the guy is trying to tell people about her paintings and everything, Lazo's just like, so, oh, you were the one that painted them? Tell me more about that sour cream sale. Yeah, how's that that sour cream sale? Yeah, they can't even eat. (laughs) But anyway, yeah, so it is revealed. Guillermo, and so this is like Nandor and Guillermo have a real sort of like moment here. Because Dandor kind of acts like he didn't know that it's like you could have just asked me. He's like, I, I tried for 13 years to get you to turn me into a vampire. Or, yeah, and he's I like, I was like, going to get around to it, but I have a lot on my plate right now. Yeah, it's like a lover's quarrel. You know what I mean? Like, oh, like yeah. Caught cheating. You know, now what do you like? It, it's crazy. It's, but it's, it's hilarious. I love it. You know, so I love their talk. And, but Nandor definitely. It's like a switch, you know, like turning a light switch off. Like he is completely different. He, you kind of feel like he would kill Guillermo in a second, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think yeah. so. Yeah. For sure. So it's interesting because the character is usually he's so dumb, just so like, and he's still dumb, but like obviously offended him. And uh, yeah, so he, the episode ends with Guillermo flying away or as a bat just he's out of there and it's kind of like a cliffhanger and it's weirdly enough it's only in the post credit sequence that we reveal how they even got out of the cages right 
Oh yeah, which is <laughs> because uh yeah. But they they say, "Oh no, we do love you." Uh and then yeah. Lazo says to the camera crew, "November 21st, 2022, play the tapes from there." Yeah. And for some reason Lazo can remember this date. <laughs> As the one time they were saying very nice things to the camera yeah. crew about the guide. Right. But the yeah, so you explained the post credit scene. No, I don't even remember it. I just read that. So okay, so it's more about Colin Robinson though, right? Again, I don't even remember. Well, yeah, okay. So to yeah, as weird. a as a refresher, as a refresher. Yes, it's please. a very funny joke. So they sh and then at a certain point when the guy is watching the documentary crew's camera, that's what goes, Okay, you can shut it off there. She's seen enough, right? <laughs> right. So Credits play. They play an awesome song, but it's a band called Bitch, nice. um, that I, I that. like immediately like looked up and like saved to like my playlist. Nice. And uh, it's called like Damnation Highway or something like that. Anyways, I was like, this is a rocking song. But uh, but so, cut to the tail end. What they were saying after that, which was, it's Colin Robinson going, you know, because it's the the clip that the guided scene said. Nandor was like, "Oh, I, that all the time I was looking for a bride. She, you know, she she was right under my nose. She she's just so nice and like Lazo like, and she's got a fantastic ass and blah blah blah." <laughs> but what happens after the post credit scene is they say, Colin Robinson goes, "You know, basically, like I really like the guide and everything, but it sounds like you guys are trying to get me to hook up with her so that I'll move out of here." No, that's right. So it was like this whole thing where it's like they were like saying really nice things about her, but just because to try they to get him to move out, to try to like get yeah to try to get them to hook up so that you move out. And of course they're like, no, 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 that's not it. But Lazo remembered that was the day. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's pretty good. He got the date right. <laughs> that song is called "Damnation Alley" by Bitch. Just so you know. Yeah, it's fucking great. It's a great tune. All right, so, all right, but that's how the the penult penultimate, as we like. That's to say. episode nine. Let's move on episode to episode nine. ten. Episode ten, yeah. ultimate, I guess, the finale. And I, this is this might be one of my favorite episodes of the show. It's actually oh, really? like it's it's great. It's hilarious. There's a lot of like heart. Almost. I don't want to. Not really. So Guillermo is is living in a motel, like a flea bag kind of motel. It's called Havana, with a P at the end. So it's like have a nap. Yeah, have a nap. Motel. <laughs> <Hotel>, yeah. <laughs> so he's he's living there. Derek is supposedly the only person who knows he's there, but as as the episode goes along everyone comes to visit right derek derek is stupid and basically tells them but yeah so he's there hiding out oh and he, this is maybe where he says he watches a lot they don't have bravo is what he's saying <laughs> yeah Mad they don't have bravo at the, the motel <laughs> but like he asked derek to bring him raw meat and the meat is cooked and he's mad and whatever and then he like least, is like really threatening and a jerk to Derek and he's like okay buddy can you like go get me some raw meat that hasn't been cooked okay buddy okay buddy and by this time um, 
Nadja has shown up in like a, in kind of like a Jessica Rabbit disguise. <laughs> you know, she's got like a, or or, or Eddie Valiant disguise, really, because it's like yeah. a trench coat and a hat. And she's like, I did some detective work, see? <laughs> yeah, I know. I love it. I love her voice there. Yeah, she's trying. Yeah, she's like, and, but then she's she says you can't talk to this vampire that turned you that way because if something happens to that idiot, then you're gonna die. So you're you have to gone. be nice to him, just like we were nice to the sire and the baron. Right, right. But meanwhile, while they're having this conversation, the the room next to Guillermo's room, there's two people clearly having sex in there. They're just like screaming and you know, like you, it's banging on the, you know, the headboard is probably banging the wall or whatever. It's very loud. And Nadia's kind of distracted. And she's like, ah, I'll take care of this. And she goes, and then like we do a a, a, a confessional kind of thing with Guillermo and he's talking about like Nadia and he's like, and she clearly joined them. It's like, she's having, <laughs> so she's having yeah. sex with them. Yeah. She went over there to tell him to keep it down. She just joined it. And then she just joined it. I assumed she went over. I thought she was going to just go and, you know, kill them. Well, I was thinking maybe he did. she did kill him after. Oh, maybe after. But yeah, but she had a little fun first, I guess. So I I don't even remember the exact order, but literally, I guess Laszlo comes next, right? I don't remember. But they all come one by one. So Laszlo comes, and it's the same kind of thing, like, cause he, but he, he wants to keep it. He doesn't want anyone to know because if Nandor finds Guillermo, he will kill him. Yeah. Right? So, so and we find out Nandor is doing like a total Batman kind of thing. He oh comes, yeah. By the way, he shuts the door. You are satisfied with the amount of toilet paper you have in here? Yeah. I'm yeah, leaving like, now, and he shuts the yeah, door and closes it behind him. Pretending, like, yeah. He's like, all right, and he's like, turn up the volume so that you know, no one can hear us. And he puts on the TV, and it's like porn. <laughs> And Laszlo is like completely distracted by the board on the TV. And he's like, oh, hold on a moment. So like, but they're all kind of there to say their goodbyes, you know? Like, Yeah. And there's know, the like, exit interview. The titular uh, Colin Robinson shows up with a tape recorder and yeah. says, uh, oh, I'm here to conduct your exit interview for being a familiar. Yeah. And then a bunch of funny jokes and just like, so how much do you get paid for that? He's like, I don't, I don't get paid. I never got paid. He goes, yeah. do you think we can get away with not paying the next, <laughs> the next familiar? Yeah, Colin Robinson's not really there. He doesn't show a lot of sympathy to Kieros, but he's still. He's like, to... I'm gonna make this quick because I know your time is valuable, because you won't be alive that much longer. He's just like dragging it out, and then he goes, congratulations, in front of the uh, documentary crew, and does like those yeah. like, stage like handshake like pose photos right, like, for some reason well, i love the other line let me see if i can find it because I, I kept it the idea was that derek told everybody where where guillermo was but colin robinson said he found out from uh what is it like oh i remember what it was yeah he's like i put down a, a map of staten island and looked and like cross-reference all the arby's locations and sweater shops or something like that that's how he found where he was. Uh, and he goes, I'm yeah. not near any of these things. He says, oh, oh, I I know. I just asked Nadra where you were. Oh, that's what it was. You're right. You're right. But I just like the idea of the sweater shops. That just <laughs> Sweater shops and Arby's. Yes. Arby's and sweater. Arby's, a party store or a sweater shop. Those are the 
And meanwhile, uh, actually, you know, Nandor, uh, speaking of maps, uh, Nandor has been out. Um, I guess he would be the last one that we haven't talked about. Oh, well, there's one well, I the, didn't want to mention. The yeah, guy. no, the guy, yeah. the guy. Okay. But Nandor is out. Nandor is out looking yeah. for, looking for, um, looking for Guillermo, like hunting in the night. And I've been watching a lot of vampire stuff, and I was even complaining a little bit this season about like, just is there going to be any vampire stuff in this? Because of like watching Blade and the interview with the vampire TV show, and like Nandor's like up on top of this building with the moon behind him, and he's like out hunting, but he's just out hunting at the Panera Bread. Yeah, see if he could he, find yeah. where Guillermo is. But but go on, yeah. No, talk about saying, the guide at the hotel. Oh yeah, room. the guide shows up with all the hybrid creatures from which you said they would come back. Another thing I just think they were going to come back. I had a feeling this episode, especially this episode, but the show brings back a lot of people. And yeah, like they're no less creepy than they were in their previous appearance. <laughs> These are really creepy, and they're all just like, "Hi." Hey, hey, Daddy. Hey, Dad. Going yeah. to a uh, a big farm upstate, right? And then the dog Guillermo is like reading, like uh, you know, like old like impressionist like death poetry or something from the thirties <laughs> about so life weird. and death. I mean, it's so nice. She's trying to sort of cheer them up, but yeah, and she has a a card that says like "Sorry for the loss," but it's wrote on the front of it. Sorry for your loss of your life. <laughs> I know they're so funny. <laughs> you know they're, they're doing their best, I guess, right? You know, like these characters are not good at sympathy. Yeah. Well, also he says, like, what if I wrote Nandor a letter to Nadja, and Nadja says, well, maybe if you su wrote a suicide note and then followed through with it, that would save him a lot of trouble. Yeah, that that might work. I would say. <laughs> But yeah, so like they're not that sympathetic, but they're you know they did go to visit. So, so meanwhile, yeah, Nandor is is casing out the Panera Bread, and he thinks he sees Guillermo, and he goes down, and it's Patton Oswalt. I mean, like great, great fucking cameo, perfect. It's like pitch perfect, really. You know, I mean. I don't want to borrow that phrase. I wouldn't have had that on my bingo card either. I think of all the people to make a guest <laughs> Right, right. Didn't have that on my 2023 bingo card. What a great, I mean, that is perfect. I almost get the feeling that Pat Oswalt is like, can I be on your show or something like that? Oh, you know sure. what I mean? It's like the yeah. type who would just be like, hey, can I make a guest appearance? Yeah. Probably. I mean, you know, he's probably like friends with at least, you know, yeah, Kristen Shaw. <laughs> well, I'm sure he is friends with Kristen Shaw. You're right. I mean, what a great like thing. But I love the fact they kind of just are making fun of his weight, you know, because he looks like Guillermo from a. He's kind of a round fellow, you know. Yeah, and then he's like, uh, "What there?" He's like telling him his name. He's like, "I'm an actor," and he's like, tells Nandro's like, "Well, what have you been in?" And he's like, "Ratatouille." Yeah, it's animated. He goes, like, I prefer boy. live action. And then he's like, Do you know John Slattery? Like, no, no, I don't know him personally, but uh, he seems like a cool guy. You know John Slattery. That was hilarious. What a great callback. Even though it was only a few episodes ago, it's still one of those. No, it's so good. Just, yeah. It's so good. But so they have a nice little heart to heart up there. Like, and he's like, Well, maybe you don't 
you know, and like he's trying to convince him not to kill his friend. Because like Nando kind of was like, well, I want to kill my friend or whatever. And he's like, well, maybe, you know, maybe you shouldn't kill him. You should just have a talk with him. And for, he talks about forgiveness and whatever. You and, should try and, to repair the friendship. Yeah. You yeah. missed the part where they did, they actually went into Panera Bread and oh, had a conversation right. in there too. I know, but that, that didn't make, you know, it's, it's just that that happens that they do yeah. most of the talking up on the roof there after because he's got his to-go coffee cup for Panera. <laughs> that's right well there is also the like Pat oswald says well there's another one just a few because it's kind of making fun of the fact that there are like paneras and, and starbucks and, and yeah and, and, and well yeah nandor doesn't know that there's more than one panera bread so he's he's like are you sure he was at he was at this one because Nandor's yeah. like I know he'll like a gazelle to his watering hole. He'll return to Panera Bread. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, Pat. Yeah. Like they're all over the place. I think does Pat Nozzle even mention he likes the bread bowls? Yeah, he's. Like Nando's like, how is your food? And the the yeah. the and it has a funny name like the the turkey bacon baby. Yeah, it's so good. I usually get the bread bowl, and then like Nandor like kind of hypnotizes or he like squishes his hands, and he's like, oh. "We're here to talk about me." Right, right. <laughs> I mean, it's it's pretty hilarious. Just make sort of making fun of Panera in a way, but also I kind of liking Panera. You know, like, I'm sure oh. Pat loves eating Panera. Yeah, he too. probably does. <laughs> so. um it's they're yeah they're back up on the roof and he's got his to go cup like you mentioned they're and he's they're having a little heart to heart and then Nando kicks him off the roof like <laughs> yeah then, because he says like something about I've just explained to you like this 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 tale of betrayal and your suggestion is that I don't kill him that I forgive him. And he, and he's like, uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, and then he kicks him off the roof, and then <laughs> typical Dominandor vampire fashion kind of turns around after he's killed Patton Oswald. Yeah. Like, looks up at the moon, and he's like, uh, I guess he has a point. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, when it's too late, obviously. Maybe Patton Oswald won't be making another... Uh, I say a lot of people come back. I'm not sure that Patton Oswald will be back, but you well, never know. You know... He did kick we'll him get, off the roof. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get we'll there. Get so there. this next part, though, like, it gets a little sinister, I feel like. So he, oh, yeah. He, he goes to, well, we don't know. Like, Guillermo gets a call from his mom, but it's not his mom. It's Nandor calling on his mom's phone. So, like, this is what I mean. Like, Nandor has become kind of, you almost get this idea, like, he's kind of evil. You know, like, this is... He yeah. always talks about this warlord kind of person that he was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And this is kind of it. Like he's he says, Guillermo, we need to talk. And he's at his mother's house, you know, and like he's kind of hypnotized her or something into or just wants to look at baby pictures or something. It's really weird. But so then Guillermo like goes immediately to to his mom's house or apartment, which we saw earlier in the uh in the season. And when he went to go say goodbye. Yep. Yep. Yeah. He kept coming by. Yeah, that's right. He came by a lot because he couldn't say goodbye. <laughs> and it turns out like Nandor is not there to, but they have like this confrontation and you think, oh my God, they're going to, like his, uh, Guillermo has like a, a wooden stake, you know, and he's going to 
It's like a total yeah, because he wants to protect his mom. Right. It's a total lost boy. It's kind of like it's perfectly <laughs> carved wooden stake. But um, Nandor confesses he's not he's not there to kill anybody. It's... Because he had a talk with his friend Pat yeah. Oswald, who's no longer with, who suddenly passed away, is what he said. <laughs> And then, of course, like, Guillermo's kind of just sitting there, like, Patton Oswald, like, what are you talking yeah, about? You talking? So he goes, how do I know if you're lying to me? And he's like, I'm not lying. And he, like, swears in Persian and on his warrior's oath and says, you can yeah. kill me, you know, if I am lying. And he's not lying because he did, he, he did because he right. was friends with Patton Oswald, who is now no longer with us. Right. And he felt that made him feel bad. And now he realizes he would feel bad if if he killed Guillermo, just like he felt bad when he killed Pat Oswald. So his love of Guillermo, or, you know, love is a, maybe a strong word, I don't know, but his love of Guillermo is stronger than his pride, basically. So, But the cool, now, I, I maybe I should have seen this one coming, but it is revealed that the reason Guillermo didn't fully turn is his Van Helsing blood. Yeah, oh yeah, they mentioned that back in the cages, but right, uh, right. but it, it was this is also another shot where it's like they give Nandor like the heads up because he wasn't involved with trying to fix Guillermo for obvious reasons, right? Yeah, that was but Laszlo. were he to have been asked if in a hypothetical situation this would happen, he would say, "Oh well, if somebody like Guillermo, for instance." Yeah, like he knows from vampire, you know, right? He knows right away. It's like nothing. He's like, like well, oh yeah, because he has a Van Helsing yeah. blood. Those those yeah. uh, blood cells are fighting the vampire ones off, right? I mean, and like it's kind of like oh, and everyone course. goes oh, you know, yeah, like it makes perfect <laughs> sense. Why didn't we think of this? Yeah, and we should have seen it coming as as people who talk about this show every every week. Right, right, right. <laughs> Sorry, so. They have different sort of plans here, like to try and get this thing. One thing they say, okay, if you drink human blood, then you will be fully turned. So they 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 go to this restaurant and they just kill everybody. <laughs> Even Colin Robinson uh, after, but after him. they gave him. Remember, I was talking about the feeding, and I was like, they must okay. have had like a keg of blood around. So they had right. they when they're in the house still, uh, they yeah. they. Nandor yeah, yeah, yeah. um, pours uh, Guillermo a glass of blood, and it kind of like it really energizes him. He floats up, grows fans, yeah. and he yeah. kind of does the like Thor uh, coffee cup thing and throws it. He's like, you know, ah, another, and then he's like, and he kind of like zips around the house, and uh, and Carl Robinson goes, "Wow, just one sip of that human blood," and he's like, "Cornholio over here, Cornholio." <laughs> What is... <laughs> but yeah, then they go to the restaurant, which is like yeah. a, um, which is like a, a, a Italian restaurant where you would have spaghetti and red sauce, you know? Mm, yeah. But there's a different kind of red sauce in this vampire. Yeah, I know. This is like as, as bloody as the show has been in a while. Where they actually... Finally, I get all my vampire stuff basically in these last two episodes. Yeah, right. This is your, you've been watching all those vampire movies. This is. But I like even Colin Robinson just talks a, a person to death, right? Like, I mean, like yeah, he's like, how do you become a billionaire? It's like be a millionaire and buy a winery. 
And then he says something like, "No, I think it's the other way around. I think it's fine. I think it's, how do you become a millionaire? Be a billionaire by or something? Right? Wasn't that the other way around? I don't remember. Maybe you're right. I think my it's like a money losing. I think because you, you no, it's the money. money making. All right, all right. Maybe you're right. I don't. I know I'm right. Zero just doesn't make any sense. No, because it's a money losing proposition. You know, that's what makes it fun. Wineries are make yeah. money. I'm going to look this up right now. He's looking up because yours is, isn't funny that way. It's not funny. It's totally funny. It's funny. No, no. How do you become a millionaire? Joe. What's the fastest way to become a millionaire? Oh, this is Reddit. A billionaire. No, I don't think that was it. I think it was millionaire because then you lose. You know what I mean? Like, ah, forget it. It doesn't matter. The point is he talks this person to death. And then he and says, what's the life expectancy of a sommelier? Uh, well, but so the point is, Guillermo can't do it. He can't bring himself to, like, feed. Kill. Yeah. Uh, on, actual on a, human. On a human, right. And Because he smells the guy's shampoo or something. He's like, that, the guy just put, a, put that shampoo on. He didn't know he was going to die today, you know? Like, He's like, it, that's... He was just at CVS one day smelling all the shampoo. Right. I decided I want this one because it reminds me of when I went camping as a kid. And he cries and runs away. But he's like, I can't do this anymore. He takes his mic pack off. And Nandor was in the shadows the whole time. He heard this confession. Yeah. And he's like, I'm I love this. First I, of all, I, I love the CVS name drop there, too. By yeah. The way. Like, CVS is like my, I'm going to, I love that. I shop at CVS. You love CVS. You're a top saver. Almost daily. And I'm going to say this right now. This is not a lie or an exaggeration, but I, I got a thing in the mail from CVS that said I was in the top 2% of savers. Wow. I say more. You don't get CVS. stuff just delivered to your house like everybody else. I've done that. No, I've, I've done that. But I mean, what are you, you buying know, in there? Cereal. I'm buying a lot yeah. of cereal. It's a lot of cereal. Yeah. Right. Cere they have the best deals on cereal. I have cereal every morning. Just well, like, good for you. Yeah, I have cereal and like not, you know, not like not whole the cheap stuff style. No, I mean I get whatever's on sale at CVS. Really is what I get, and they have the best deals. So, anyways, sidebar. But yeah, so he can't bring himself to do it, and so now they have another. Pro they have a problem. Like, what are they gonna do? He can't become a full vampire. And then he kind of realizes he doesn't know if he wants to be a vampire. That's basically the the what comes out of this. And Nandor overhears this, and he's just yeah. like, "I knew it. I knew that he wasn't ready." So in a way, you yeah. kind of think, you know, like maybe, honestly, the thirteen years is a long time for Guillermo, but Nandor was waiting for him to actually be ready because he's his man mentor. He's his vampire, right. the most familiar. He wants. Yeah. He will make him a vampire. Maybe once he gets like a new familiar that he likes, or uh, that he thinks that Gamero's ready to to do it, and he's just like mm -hmm. just like I suspected. Not saying like anything that like bad against Gamero. Just he's not ready yet. I yeah. know this because I'm his after, father figure. Yeah, after the whole, it almost like redeems Nandor, right? Because this whole time you think he doesn't like. He was just ignoring him and, and ignoring his wishes. But he knew he wasn't but ready. But vampires, 13 years isn't a long time. That's true. That's another point, yeah, that we don't really bring up. 
But yeah, the vampires, that's nothing. You know, they live forever. So they have this idea now to have this sort of ceremony. Well, first, this is another great in uh Nandor takes out his his little uh like I forget what it's called now, like the thing and he brings the gin out. Oh yeah. You well know? also, yeah, okay, I wanted to talk about this because when we were okay. talking earlier about the reset and then yeah. we've been talking all season about our predictions and I think both of our predictions was they're gonna do a reset, right? Like how are they gonna yeah. do it? And one of the things that I said earlier on was like you know, he doesn't have any wishes left, but I bet whatever solution they come up with uh, to get Guillermo back to human is going to have to do something with magic or maybe the gin. And, like, that was kind right. of like a fake out, a fake out, like how they, like, brought him back. And then it basically said, you know, you don't have any wishes left. Yeah. And he's like, hilarious. he's been carrying me around because Nandor yeah. hasn't, like, on his uh I know, tape. he just kind of takes it out. Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> I know, because he's like, you know, like he—he's almost like you know you don't have any wishes. You know, it's like what are you what are you talking about? So that is and that then cracked me up. And then he's like, okay, time to go back to the lamp. And uh, and the gin is like, can I just like stretch my legs for a little bit? And Nandor says, I wish I could help you. And Jin goes, Oh, that's very funny. <laughs> I know it is a fun little like quick, brief cameo. But, I wish I could help you. Because yeah, he has the wishes. Help. That's why it's funny. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I wish. I wish I could help you. And it's classic. So yeah, they have this idea now to do this sort of uh, uh, ceremony. And they have Derek there. To, and if Guillermo kills him, then the vampire... Because if you kill your the person who, as we brought up earlier, if you kill the person who turned you, then you would die. But in Guillermo's case, it would just—I guess he said you would age really quick. A month, <laughs> you, right? Yeah, he's like you would just—he's like no, I think because of his blood or something. He's like no, all that would happen to you is that you go back to, um, where you were before, but right. you would age a month very quickly. Basically, you'd age a month very quickly. Yeah. So, so like there's this whole ceremony. We see the Baron is there. I mean, uh, the Sire is there, and 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 Baron Apanas, as he says, it, it's the Baron. And it's like a whole thing, but but Guillermo can't do it. He's too good, you know. He's he's still so good. He can't kill Derek. So Nandor does it for him. <laughs> just stabs him, and all, and and then Guillermo is just a normal human again. But he has aged a month. He has a beard, and he can't see. So uh, this is another cute thing, because he's like, Guillermo got glasses that, because it was like the Spider-Man thing, like being a vampire fixed vision. So he he was like, oh, I need my old glasses back. And Nandor had been carrying them around with him. Here you go. And just hands it to him. Sure, that is nice. Oh. But that was all also kind of a, a, a ruse, right? Because they, they leave Guillermo to take care of the body. And Laszlo's like, here, I'll, I'll help you out, kid. I kind of like, like, Laszlo's like, yeah, I'll help you out, Gizmo. Yeah, right, right. Laszlo hasn't had a lot to do these last two episodes, but he did the fencing scene. and now now But now he has this. And they take him to Benedict Wong, 
who was, I mean, this is going back, right? Right, the, right. Early the dancer. Right, right. And that I was like, jazz. oh my God. Yeah. yeah, so Wallace the Necromancer. And so they're going to turn him into it. They turn him into a zombie. But first, they have to pay him all the money that Guillermo paid Derek, which he only spent $250 on vampire clothes and Hot Topic, which I thought was a great <laughs> Yeah. Hot yeah, topic. he just, he yeah, all of the money that from Nadia's nightclub, now it's in the hands of minus $270. Yeah. Derek had no use for the money. Yeah, what do they care about money? Yeah. But I love that they name drop Hot Topic. Derek too. had a job anyways. He was That's like true, he did. <laughs> Working <laughs> in the convenience. Yeah, he's probably paying, paying, probably doing like all just regular human stuff, like literally like not even realizing how what an advantage it is to be a vampire with a bunch of cash. Like regular human bartender, but he was regular human convenience store worker. But uh, yeah, so they give it all and he comes back as a, as a, a zombie but he can't really talk and then we get another like deep cut guest yep. appearance yep <laughs> Haley Joel Osment shows I had actually I was like who the fuck is that Rachel was like oh my god it's Topher it's Haley Joel Osment I completely forgot that whole yeah, thing from the back, I mean, I they buried him in the backyard I think yeah and now he's, he, he's like he's a zombie and he's all cool with it He's like, yeah, man, it takes a while to learn how to like talk. Again. Yeah, he like is talking regular and he's like, yeah, he's like, we take the tourists for an arm and a leg. Huh? He keeps making these jokes about how he just reattached his arm. <laughs> I know, it's so funny that he's just back. He's like, oh, hey, like, what's going on? So it's yeah. in kind of like in a way about like the Guillermo creatures, like they have, they, it's like, it's almost like P. The show is like almost PG at times. You know what I mean? It's like no one, like Derek doesn't really die. He just gets to go live like with the zombies and Topher and Benedict Wong and like he's still around. Don't worry. I mean, I kind of like even though like I say that just as what like we saw that Patton Oswalt was like cold blooded, killed, and like can't really go back on that because I mean they can do whatever they want of course but like right. you know that was like a character like you said like it has heart it's like character defining for nandor who's only known and been friends with Patton Oswalt for like 30 minutes he's like i didn't feel good to live lose a friend like that you know what i mean so they kind of have to keep him dead you know but uh, sure probably probably but you know like just for for now for now at least right like, you know right. But that, but this whole other thing is very much like go live with the island of misfit, you know, zombies down there. You're fine, and like exactly. the creatures will live at the nursing home and hide when people come in or whatever. You know, who's gonna believe the, you know, the the Alzheimer's people anyway? So what? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. I mean that's what it is. Even though it's a vampire show, I think it's like not only for the comedy, but yeah, it's not. They you don't want to kill Derek, even though he's an idiot. Right. You know, he's like he's a lovable idiot. idiot. Right. And it, it would have been fine if they did, right? Like, who would have cared? You know, but it's it's a nice sort of happy, like, way. Like a send And Laszlo's right? into it. Maybe it was even Laszlo's idea. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know. He took him to Benedict Wong, Because right? it's also something you don't exactly want to tell Nandor after Nandor just did this whole thing. You know what I mean? Right. 
But even so, Nandor only did that for Guillermo because he knew he didn't want to be a vampire. And you can't really live half and half, right? Like, you have to be one or the other. So, yeah. Yeah, and it's funny, right, how they, they, they kind of have this happy ending thing going with, like, you know, like, and they even go back and show you what happened to Haley Joe Osment. Like, nobody really... I mean, people die, I guess, but nobody really ends up in a bad place, I suppose. It is kind of a PG ending in a way. You know, I guess we don't know what happened to the guy. Maybe I guess they just forgave her, like you said. But. Yeah, they ultimately did forgive yeah. her because, um, and I was thinking well, about that a there. lot. But um, but they, they actually literally forgive her, like, in the dialogue of, the, um, of that episode, the last one. Because they're like, oh, you know, I Nandro's like, forgive and forget, like, you know, it's it's all right. good, you know, like, you you did this all, and instead of just having a small conversation about our feelings, and she's like, yeah, I guess I did, and they're all they all kind of like, like old sitcom, like that would just cut away, like where everyone's laughing, like ha 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 ha, you know, yeah, I didn't do that. They kind of like, oh, don't worry about it, it's fine. We do that to everybody. Well, that, that's, I think that's kind of what it is, and it's it, we talked. Uh, in the previous episode, I think, about, like, the comedy influences, you know, and you can see them very clearly. And this is kind of like a Simpsons, like, like it, sort of like, when we'll never speak of it again. Yeah, yeah. Never did. Yeah, it is kind of like the way that the show is going. And I, I have no Because the guy is totally in with them by the end of this second episode. You know, it's just like hanging right. out in the living room. You know, she has her own chair. You know what I mean? Well, it didn't... Wait, what? oh, no, it was Colin Robinson who didn't want to give up his chair. Yeah, because Guillermo was going to be... Yeah, and that, that was even even something that the Nadja said when she's like, oh, I didn't know, like... We didn't. We didn't know that he's gonna be a vampire and live here. Like, where the fuck is he gonna sleep? Like, God, yeah, right. I would have said just kill him anyways. <laughs> but like, yeah, like it. I love. I kind of like the whole like happy ending thing. I, I know I said earlier that I didn't like it when they went over the seat, you know, like into the next season. But I don't mind this happy ending thing that they got going on here because it is pretty. Uh, the only difference. And to me, this I guess this is a big change. Like Guillermo now doesn't have that desire, right, to be a vampire because he knows yeah. he doesn't want it. Yeah, he did it for a little while, and he just he knows yeah. he can't kill people. He knows he can't kill people, so he would never be able to feed, and he would yeah eventually die. But I, I think it's it'll just add a little wrinkle to next season, hopefully. You know, like that. Okay, like. Now I'm still your familiar, and I have Van Helsing blood, but he doesn't have that like, oh, you're not going to make me a vampire anymore kind of thing going. So it'll be interesting to see what how that shakes out. But yeah, it'll be a while. Yeah, it'll be a while. So yeah, we'll have to uh, we'll have to conclude our our season with some final thoughts. Final thoughts on the season. Final thoughts on these two episodes in relation to the uh, season. Um, this final episode I thought was very good. This is one of the better ones they've ever done, I think. There were two. What was the other one? Was it the roast? Was that the one? The roast, yeah. That I thought was one of the better ones they've ever done. So like they've had two really classics, like, and I mean like tippity top, best of all time classics this season. 
all of them are funny, right? I mean, in their own level, but the roast one was great, and this one was, this last one was great. The the Morgan Manor one was also very funny, but that I feel like showing them or releasing them twice, you know, back to back, almost makes you look past the other one. You know what I mean? Like I just want to see what the finale is going to be. You know, so right. Nothing wrong with it. It was funny, but the it's last more like an hour long episode than right. You know, it's almost like I, comics. You got to ignore the like issue numbers now because they don't mean anything. You know, it's like this was right. an hour long, it's, or like British TV when it's like Sherlock. It's like there's four episodes in this season, but one's forty five minutes long and the other one is three hours long. Like what? What? Right. <laughs> okay, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I just tell tell the story. You know, how long does it take to tell the story? So. There were some great ones this season, though. The whole Colin Robinson running for office uh, one was great. The uh, Pride one. They were yeah, all yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I would have to say that I, if I look at these two episodes as, um, as sort of one one hour of TV, I like this one a lot because of uh the vampire lore stuff and stuff i've been thinking about like they, not that they answered all my questions but just they kind of like did a little bit more did a little bit more vampire stuff like i was saying i mean that that like i don't think that this was like the best episode this season for the finale but there was a lot going on with it and mm -hmm. i liked it like i like the roast um I like the completely absurdly funny ones a little bit more than uh, th this one was. Uh, it's not like I don't like it, but it, it it was like in the flavor of what we do in the shadows, what it gives us. This one had all the drama in it. You yeah. Know? Whereas like some were just funny, you know. Well, yeah. I mean, a lot of shows have those sort of like I think the X-Files kind of started this or at least that kind of made it we're like episodes that contribute to the mythology, right? And then there were some just sort of what they call a monster of the week or whatever, right? Right, or, right, right. There were just kind of episodes that you could just watch single or, you know. But all of the all of these episodes did build on, they showed part of, you know, like even in the roast, like that thing I was saying about the guy telling the Baron, like, you right. know. Uh, that leads up to these two episodes in a yeah, way, yeah, but yeah. in a way, in a way that I didn't connect before until like tonight, you know what I mean? Um, so like, yeah, it's just like the, there was a lot of this drama in the, and great, great drama, great season. Great. I thought it was great. Yeah. Great season. It was great. Great. And you know, we'll see where they Probably go. Probably the, I mean, I don't know that never like really ranked the seasons, but I, I think it always does get better. You know, this is a great season of what we do in the shadows. It's you know, in the top five. You know, it's it, they they all get better. They all get better. They all get better. Uh, I, I almost, agree. I, I almost want to say, you know what I mean? Like this season as a whole is fucking great. I think, I think Last season I think, was great, fucking too, though. It's good, but yeah, yeah, I think the more you even. The more you get to know the characters, and then the more guest stars they can have because they're more pre you know what I mean? Like it's, it's and the more of the reset, I think actually is kind of, you know, like this year we had a different Guillermo. Last year we had a different uh Colin Robinson. But right. The but when they are just themselves, it's the best. So a nice clean reset here at the end. Good. Love well, it. yeah, like I think we've said this before. Like, I like when every character has something to do, you know, and, and it's it's 
Yeah, and if we thought that we were, they were ignoring the guy, they kind of weren't. They were like, well, that was a setup. Going, yeah, that was a setup. Yeah. For this ep- this last episode nine. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I, I I like the ones that tell. I, I I like what you're saying about some some episodes are just absurd comedy and they have nothing to do with anything, and some of them build towards another show. And I, I like them all. Now, normally we see. I think last season we already knew that it had been renewed for a fifth season, and we know that now too. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. With the strike. I wasn't sure if that was no. It, it got renewed a, a, a little while ago. Yeah. Well, I can't wait. Yeah, but we will have oh, to wait. But we'll have to. <laughs> but you know what? Maybe we'll do a um, Patreon exclusive or something. Like I was thinking, like we could do. Uh, Maybe sometime, like, after we're, like, really missing this, we can either do, like, the student film, what we do in the shadows, or maybe we yeah. could do the movie, or maybe we yeah. could do a watch a, watch a, uh, an, an episode of, uh, maybe just watch the first episode of Wellington Paranormal, you know, like, yeah. just to uh, tide us over the Vampire Council in the, in the writer's strike. Yeah. This is... Might have to. It might have to, but, well, we'll see. We'll... We've got other stuff going on though. We we have a curb cast and we have our regular right. league league podcast. It's all at leaguepodcast.com or Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. Advancedcouncil.com is where you find right. everything related to this show here and our Facebook group. And so if if we are concluding and we, we're taking a little break uh from this, you know, from this show, please, you know, listen to us on Spotify if you can. But also, uh, it's been great if people just tune into the show. We're so glad that we have fans that have share the What We Do in the Shadows uh, podcast with. We appreciate everybody that chimes in and the Facebook group and everything. Yeah, that's true. We've, we've got some people out there that chime in and on YouTube as well. So uh, thanks. Thanks to you, as we like to say. And then we can't forget that um, you can still... Be a part of the show if you do, if you uh, email us bat at vampcouncil.com and we will put your three two one bat in with you know maybe a special episode next time. So if you send it in, we'll have it ready to go. Our next episode of Vampire Council will definitely right. be in there. Whenever that may be, we will keep your we'll keep your you saying bat. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening though, and thanks to you, Clay. Another so let's do the, the countdown. Here we go. Three, two, one. Bats. Oh, I think we got that one. We always got that one. I know, but that one was boom. That was on. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, lady fucks. Lady It's one of the hardest uh, guitar pieces in the world to play.